We will now interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for this good old Blake's micro podcast. I figured it's about time to take a slight pause from normal micro podcast uh, programming and to uh, talk a little bit more about what I've been thinking about uh, since I've created the podcast and and kind of the trajectory of things. So um, I've kind of been out a little bit here and there uh, because of gallbladder surgery of all things. Um, I've been suffering from it for probably several years, um, in many years actually, and I finally got the surgery to get everything out and so I'm feeling a lot better. Um, so all of the the content that you're listening to now is up to date after this, you know um, several episodes of kind of being out. Um, other than the fact that I, I try to uh, front load enough of my weekly uh, episodes to make sure that um, that I don't lose I don't lose uh, the momentum that I have on weekly um, publishing. So podcasts, um, I try to focus on those. I think I've missed one, and it was uh, when uh, Chris Crawford uh, left the show. And then, uh, you know, micro podcasts, uh, it's kind of like a, it's been up to my health. I've been sick several times and it's hard to record things and get things published when uh, you're sick. So, you know, if you'll forgive me on that, I think we'll be good to go. Uh, But, you know, as time has um, progressed and the podcast has kind of um, gotten a little bit more established in, in what I'm trying to do with it. Um, other than this like really broad idea, um, it really comes down to this. The knife industry as a whole confounds me, uh, it is so confusing. It's confusing because, you know, not everybody makes knives the same way. Not everybody uses the same tooling. Blade steel and everything is subjective as, as all get out. And uh, it, it's you know, whether you sell a knife or whether you don't sell a knife, whether you're a big a big name and can sell knives or not, like all of these things, they're factors that just, it's not like a normal business. It's not like um, a normal craft where uh, you do good work, you it's supply and demand, it's solving a problem, uh, and, you know, you sell, right? Uh, there are so many nuances to knife making that, honestly, I just want to talk to other people and, and get an idea of what these individual stories are around success, around people, and and their history and their their trajectory um, with knives, and and just kind of figure it out as I go along, right? The sum total of the podcast, whenever it eventually ends, uh, and I have no idea when that's going to be, uh, but hopefully not anytime soon, uh, will be that uh, you take the the sum total of just a, a ton of craftsmen, a ton of collectors, a ton of um, uh, people on the periphery, whatever, dealers, uh, I don't know, like everybody, everybody who's involved with knives in some way, shape or form, um, I want to get to talk to. And I want to try to figure this thing out for myself. And if you as a listener can be a fly on the wall and kind of walk through that with me, that's really what I want. And and the, the early concept of of the Good Old Blades podcast really came from the fact that in, in me asking questions of old time knife makers and friends and things like that about knives, um, I'd have these these phone calls where maybe we'd sit and talk for you know thirty minutes and it would be you know simple hey I have a few questions or whatever, and sometimes it'd be I'd sit on you know, a phone call or whatever or or email or chat with somebody on social media. And we'd have hour-long conversations about just, like, all sorts of different things. And I was like, man, 
like I'm asking these questions and I'm sure a million other people probably ask these questions too. Why don't I take that experience that I have in me asking a bunch of stupid questions or being inquisitive about things and allow a listener to be uh, that fly on the wall that, that, that can absorb that and use it as a, as a, a vocal or auditory learning system uh, to apply it to what they, what they think, right? And so, you know, I'm not, I, my opinion is just my opinion. Um, and I, I, I want to contextualize that with like, don't trust me 100%. I come from a very pragmatic, a very straightforward, straight, uh, you know, talking type of uh, personality where I don't have a problem admitting that I don't know something and I want to find out about things and, um, and I see it kind of like, I, I say it like I see it. Like, a, I guess you consider me a realist in some ways. But there's a side of me, there's the boyish side, that is a, a, a diehard romantic and optimist. And it's like, you know, there, you can do anything. Like, my life story is like, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. I've accomplished a lot of things out of um, a, a really, um, like, if you could tell my fortune when I was uh, 10 years old or whatever, you'd say, say that my life story was not going to be very great. But honestly, I've been so blessed. A lot of that has to do, honestly, with not taking no for an answer and being able to, to like look at the world and try to seek answers and find out what the truth is, or at least what you know the the, the most logical sense of the truth is. So, you know, I, I also at the same time kind of experienced this idea uh, when getting into the guild and everything, where it's like all of these knife makers that I'm talking to in 20 years. I don't know how many of them are going to be around. They're old timers. They're like in their, their 60s and 70s. And, you know, life expectancy is not that high. Um, and I was like, they're, all this knowledge, you know, is, is going to evaporate. And whatever it is from these guys is the sum total of what's recorded. And so, uh, like for me, it's like I want to unpack the knife industry I want to record and document uh, famous knife makers and and people of um, of success, so that way we have that as an example to fall back on. And I want to do it all in audio. And so uh, that's kind of that's kind of it. Everything that I'm doing um, in the podcast is to try to push for a, a a better experience for you guys to listen to, where you can get uh, good information and and form the idea of how you want to fit inside of the knife industry because you see everybody else's example and you can kind of navigate that. Kind of with that being said, um, I'm working towards trying to true up uh, some of the interview process and everything. Um, I take some examples from like Joe Rogan, like uh, his podcast is real popular. He's been doing it a long time now. And uh, for, for whatever you think of, of uh, Joe Rogan and whether he's a meathead at times or whatever, I, I, love, his, I love his inquisitive nature. Um, I don't really care about other people's opinions too much about uh, Joe Rogan because um, when he gets people on his podcast, he gets them to talk. And he gets them to get outside of their comfort zone and really just be who they are and represent that in video and audio. And I felt that that's so great because 
there are so many people that he brings on that I just would never think of. They're not in, in my purview. And it opens up so many different disciplines that I'm interested in. And people um, talk in a way that just expands my consciousness and the way that I think about things. And his interview style is really just, you know, very laid back. Uh, it's very uh, genuine and, and candid. And um, what I would like to do is try to build some structure and with lack of experience, because I haven't been podcasting in an exceptional amount of time. Um, I want to build some structure around being able to provide really great interviews to you guys um, and also capture the same elements of um, fascination with my guests that I'm interested in. And hopefully we meet somewhere in the middle with you listening to it and actually, you know, getting something out of it. So my goals are to just keep, uh, keep on keeping on, uh, to focus on uh, content and focus on quality of content. And um, I think it goes without saying that I've had a lot of really great guests on. Um, I think I could always do better at finding ways to interview them where it's not just prescriptive. You're like, you're like, I'm, oh, he's just going to ask these questions. Um, that the questions happen organically. And what draws you into the experience is really just um, what happens. Each time should be an adventure for all, for, for all of us. And if I can uh, find some way to be more mature and structure things a little bit better to allow for that to happen, that's really what I want. Like, it's like the greatest hammer-ins are, uh, are structured in that they have uh, demonstrations and education and um, uh, some prescription to how they're supposed to go. But what you learn in those is a result of that structure, not the structure itself. That's kind of the same thing. The takeaway should be something fabulous out of something that just has a little bit of uh, programming or structure to it. And so I, I hope that that is evident in where I'm going. It'll be a completely different podcast, a more mature podcast as time goes on. And, um, and every day I'm really thinking a lot about how I can change things and become better at what I do to make it a valuable use of your time to listen to it. So I hope so far it is. Um, and I really appreciate the feedback. Um, there is a link uh, if you go to the goodoldbladespodcast.com's website, um, then you will see a feedback form. And I really appreciate feedback. I want to know things that I can do better. I want to know things that I'm, I'm excelling at. And I want to know things that, um, like, you know, guests and things that you might want to see on. Because I, I have my purview. Like, I want, to, I want to be able to talk to a lot of different people. Uh, but there might be something, like some person that does something so completely different, but in the context of Knives, that I have no idea about. And I really rely on you guys to give me some good feedback so that way I can get them on and talk to them. And, and you know, just research them myself. Um, I think that... I think that those things are important. So give me feedback um, if, if you can. Um, I welcome it. And I will continue to roll with what I'm doing and apply myself and to try to exalt my guests. And I hope that uh, through this experience, uh, we just learn something and I can build a long-lasting podcast that really just um, um, stands the test of time of being something that is worth listening to. I really appreciate everybody uh, listening in. Um, and, and downloading the podcast regularly. 
um, the, the listening stats and things are something I pay attention to. And it's important to me to make sure that I'm getting broad exposure on the show. I pay for everything 100% uh, with uh, my own funds. So I have the autonomy to kind of do exactly what I want to. But at the same time, um, that the feedback and the listenership and everything spurs me on to keep doing it because it's not an inexpensive process. Not only does it take an exceptional amount of my time, but it takes guests' time um, and it costs money and resources to be able to, you know, edit, edit things with software, to record things initially, to host the stuff, and uh, all that's done affiliate or, um, or advertisement-free so that way I can keep everything as open as I can. So um, the more that you help me and, and kind of stimulate me and spur me on to, to do these things, uh, the more uh, motivated I am to just try to um, continue making it better. Uh, it's, just, it's the relationship that, that you, the listener, and I have. It's where I, I really do need to have some level of validation that it's something that is, is worthwhile. Um, and that helps me to make improvements and make investments in changing things to make them better. Um, otherwise, you know, I'm still going to do it as long as I do it. Uh, but, you know, there's a symbiosis between the listener, you and me. And it's that um, uh, I think that all things fair and equal, there are a lot of things that we wouldn't do in life if it didn't seem like it was worth it. But when people rely on you or people enjoy what you do, it spurs you on to do things and push you outside of your comfort zone and uh, get you out of bed each morning. Um, so, uh, you know, with that context, just, you know, keep, uh, keep listening. Give me feedback if you can. Um, like and subscribe to the uh, podcast um, on uh, other podcast uh, social media, like on Instagram and Facebook. And if you can, on your individual listeners, uh, go ahead and rate them as well, because those ratings help me in in getting better positions in the various podcast um, uh, players. And so uh, the more that you can help me out with those type of things, if you enjoy the show and everything, um, the, the easier it is to get more people to listen to it. So thanks again for all of your time. When you invested with me, it really it does mean a lot. I see it every day. And I really do appreciate it. So um, I hope this helps. I hope the podcast helps. And God bless y'all. And we'll talk soon.